Dark Turns by Kate Hollihan. Narrated by Krista Lewis. One. Fondue. Sinking down. A term used to describe a lowering of the body, made by bending the knee of the supporting leg. The lawn glittered in the late summer sun. A shining emerald slate, as uniform as astroturf. The grass smelled real, though. Realer than real. Each inhale filled Nia's nose with a spritz of green, more pungent than mall perfume and far sweeter than the oniony weeds back home. The lawn smelled like money. Nia stared at the clock on the tower at the far end of the courtyard. Its shorthand pointed to the Roman numeral seven. The long hand crept toward the X. He would arrive soon. A cramp pulled at the meat between her metatarsals. She steadied herself on her good leg and folded in half to grab the throbbing joint that had spurred the contraction. Her thumbs slid beneath the clinging hem of her spandex capris. She pressed into her heel until it grew hot. The pain's drumming slowed. Only a doctor could silence it. Until she got some real medical attention, she'd keep having bearable days and bad ones. Today was a bad day. She blamed herself. The tendonitis always flared when she didn't stretch. She should have risen earlier to warm up. What if the director asked to see point work? Could he rescind the offer if he didn't like her performance? An iron bench sat just to the right of the registration building. She limped to it. The metal was cool on her palms. She placed her feet in a line, heels together, toes pointed in opposite directions. She dipped into a demi-plié. Tightness trickled from her thighs. The familiarity of the move did as much good as the stretch. It was her morning coffee, a ritual that woke her body and prepared her for the day. A breeze stirred the lawn, reassuring visitors that a school of Wallace Academy's caliber would not accept anything as gauche as faux grass. Nia didn't see any visitors to impress. School offices were closed. The academic buildings that flanked the courtyard remained locked. Classes didn't start until tomorrow. The students had arrived, though. Parents had flooded onto campus over the weekend, pouring from imported SUVs with trunks and suitcases, filling the dorms with preppy debris while their teenagers flowed between buildings in search of lost friends. She'd watched the move-in from the bay window of her new studio, which overlooked the entire courtyard. Such views were rare, reserved for so-called resident advisors, a college title intended to trick high school students into befriending the teaching assistant down the hall. But she was more of a spy than a schoolmate. The dean had been clear. She existed to keep boys out and report anyone attempting to sneak in the opposite sex during the week. She was also expected to sniff around for pot and cigarettes. She didn't know why the dean worried. So far, the dorm had gone quiet by 11 o'clock each night. These students weren't nymphos or druggies. How could they be and sneak past the admissions officer? Wallace prided itself on an acceptance rate that rivaled the Ivy League schools to which it funneled graduates. Birds trilled somewhere above her. Nia listened to their music and dropped into a grand plie, 
thighs and calves apart, spine straight. Her back released more tension. The throbbing in her heel subsided. She arched her arms over her head. Endorphins chased the nerves from her system. She felt loose, confident. She rose to her toes. Pain crackled through her leg like a string of firecrackers. Her ankle wobbled with each small explosion. Her heel crashed to the floor. A smile parted her lips. Dancers didn't show discomfort. Fifteen years of training let her beam through cramps like the Virgin Mary in labor. She shook her right leg. Stretching alone couldn't soothe this pain. She needed the shot. Once the health insurance took effect, she would head straight to the orthopedist. Footsteps tapped somewhere to her right. A svelte man, clad in black, glided toward her. The bright morning highlight.